This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 216, Three Super Standout Answers for a Slam Dunk on IELTS Speaking. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. In today's IELTS Energy episode, you will get answers for three great speaking test questions to help you get the best possible speaking score. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Lindsay. How's it going in a freezing town Boston? Yeah, <laughs> freezing town USA. Well... It's going pretty well. Luckily, we're out of the cold snap. We're out of the woods a bit. Over the weekend, we experienced some very cold temperatures. So we it was um below zero most of the weekend here, Saturday and Sunday. Oh and up in New Hampshire, it was like negative twenty five degrees. So, <laughs> so wait, okay. So in that in that type of weather, you can't be outside for a long time because like is the air too cold for your lungs? Like, does it hurt to breathe? Yeah, like you should only be out for half an hour. You really can't have your skin exposed you know so we had to have on scarves and hats and everything and cover everything up you could be outside for like half an hour maximum maybe but you really shouldn't be outside (laughs) oh my god oh that's terrible yeah (laughs) (laughs) i've never been in weather that cold i mean where i grew up it was negative sometimes but never negative 25 yeah it's a very harsh feeling a very sharp (sighs) almost painful feeling to the air (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't want to live in a place where the air hurts me yeah it doesn't sound good yeah (laughs) i mean we do we get we get these cold snaps here in new england like twice a winter you know where it'll just be crazy cold but most of the time it's you know it's in the 20s and the 30s so it's not so bad but yeah it's generally pretty cold around here jeez okay well let's uh let's move on from there let's talk about a happier topic yeah even like thinking about this just like makes me cold. Okay. Um, so we had, we had a really good, uh, couple questions in our Facebook group just this morning, actually, from a student who participated in yesterday's power hour. Yes. Um, so he had some additional questions after that about the speaking test. Um, and the first one, and this is, I get this question a lot. It's a really good question. He says, if I notice a mistake when I'm speaking, is it better to correct myself or mm, let it go? Good question. Wow. Yeah. That's a great question. I really like that question. I bet a lot of our listeners would love to know the answer. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Um, <laughs> so let's just let him find it online. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. So, um, yeah, you should correct yourself for sure. I mean, think about it. Like, it's better that the examiner knows that you know how to say it correctly than to leave the examiner thinking that you're just wrong, Mm. right? I mean, 
Definitely correct yourself. If you're talking and you hear a grammar mistake or you notice a vocabulary mistake, correct yourself. Yes. There's no reason not to. Even native speakers do that all the time. Mm, So like the way that I correct myself when I'm speaking, maybe I'll make a mistake and then I stop and I'm like, oh, sorry. No, I mean, blah, blah, blah. And that like using these phrases as well to correct yourself is even going to add to your vocab and your grammar scores because you're using this good English. Yeah. Another natural way that I correct myself just in native speaking is I say say something incorrectly and then I say, Mm. or this, right? You use that or to transition into the correction. Do you do that sometimes? Um, I don't think I use the or. I think, I think I'm a person who apologizes too much in general. (laughs) So like, I'm going to say sorry about everything. Right. So this is another thing I say sorry about. Oh. So yeah, I don't think I do that. I think I just say like, oh, sorry. No, I mean, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Or you could be like, oh, no, that's not right. I mean, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So there are a bunch of ways we could do it, right? Yeah, totally. I mean, guys, as we're, as Lindsay and I are talking through this and thinking about what we say as native speakers, you guys should be writing these phrases down. So you have three phrases to correct yourself so far. You can use the or like Lindsay does, Mm -hmm. or you could say, Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, blah, blah, blah. Or, um, Oh, that's not what I mean. I mean, Blah, blah, blah. So those three phrases, I think, are more than enough because, I mean, you're not going to catch yourself that often. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I think that's good. Yeah, I like the idea of going back. We don't want to leave the examiner thinking that we didn't know the correct way to say that word or that we didn't know that we made a grammar mistake, some kind of tense mistake or something. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So that covers that question. And then he has another question that's really, really good as well. He says, on parts two and three, which is better? Um, to keep talking or to, or to stop yourself talking or to have the examiner stop you? Mm-hmm. So that's a really good question. And you know what? The strategy is different for part two and part three. Mm-hmm. In part two, you guys don't stop talking. You must show the examiner that Basically, it is not hard for you to keep talking. This is your chance to prove your fluency, all right? Um, I would say a large part of your fluency score is based on part two. If you if you can only talk for a minute, I mean, then you're showing the examiner that you're not fluent. You are not able to keep going. And that's what we look for, your ability to keep going. So keep talking in part two. The examiner expects to stop you. Yeah. All right. That's their job. Yeah. And we did just to before we go on to part three, we did do an excellent episode a few weeks ago, Jessica, where we came out with a great template of a great step by step formula for speaking part two. Do you remember that one that we did a few weeks ago? The one about describing people? Describing a person. Yeah. 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 That was really good. So, And we just practiced that in yesterday's power hour as well. We practiced that specific strategy for part two. Excellent. And if you guys, for any new listeners that we have, if you guys are wondering what power hour is, (laughs) just to let you know, right? So power hour is is a group class that our listeners are, the members of our course are able to attend. And you do need to be in our Three Keys IELTS course to get into the power hour. It's an additional fee, but a small fee where you get to meet with Jessica and other students in in the course and get feedback and get to review and practice. So that is a really good way to up your game for the exam. But yeah, totally. It it gives so much motivation to students um, and improves their score like in real time. Like I could see in that hour, their score is improving. It's incredible. Um, And like usually what happens, and this is what happened yesterday too, because I checked in on the conversation after Mm -hmm. the hour was finished. The students stay in the group. They stay talking to each other to to keep (laughs) practicing 
sharing these the the advice and the feedback that so I gave them. Cool. So cool, so yeah, cool. That sense great. of camaraderie is so valuable mm-hmm. too, isn't it? It's really cool. It's really awesome to see. Um. So yeah. So the strategy in part two: don't stop talking. However, that's a little bit different in part three, all right? So part three is four to five minutes. The examiner wants to ask you at least four questions, maybe six questions, okay? Mm -hmm. So between four to six questions need to be answered in that short amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're going to make the examiner's job harder and honestly a little bit annoying if you Mm -hmm. make them stop you at every answer, right? <laughs> if like, if you just keep talking and talking and talking for every answer and the examiner has to be like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Like it's, it's awkward. It's, you know, it, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't feel right. It, and it doesn't help you at all. Yeah. Um, so show your fluency in part two, but in part three, you need to be a little more controlled. That's why in our course, I give you a very simple structure for part three answers. And if you just follow this structure, then it's it's contained, it's controlled. Because what students do in part three, they get nervous because they're talking about difficult topics. Hmm. And so they just, just blah, 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 just like keep talking. And what ends up happening is they repeat themselves, first mm. of all, and then they go off topic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And those two things hurt your score. Definitely. Right? They hurt your score. So really, it's going to – it's just going to hurt your score if you keep talking in part three. So a couple times if the examiner has to stop you in part three, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But you need to have an organized answer for the most part. If you're ready to stop wasting your time with random content that leads you in the wrong direction, and if you're ready to get into a clear step-by-step system that leads you to your target score guaranteed, get into the Three Keys IELTS Success System today. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Right, right. And that's how we can keep it kind of kind of succinct and to keep it tight and, and you know, under the time limit. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, okay. exactly. So um, actually on our YouTube channel, the IELTS Energy YouTube channel, I've done a couple videos that talk about this part three structure and given you example answers for this structure. Um, I think the most recent one was about the environment or globalization. I, one yeah. of those. <laughs> yeah, we did that a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. those are really uh, sort of common topics and difficult ones that come up on Speaking Part 3. So mm. check out our YouTube channel, guys, and search for part three videos. Good. Awesome. Is there any overarching advice between speaking parts two and three, Jessica? So now we've we've answered these specific questions about these parts, but is there any overarching speaking advice that we can, can go away with today? Yeah. So I can expand on that a little bit. In okay. part two, um, since you have to keep talking, you need a solid strategy to do so. Yeah. And we always encourage you guys to tell a story. Um, it's organized. It has details. It improves your fluency, your vocabulary, your pronunciation. When people start talking about personal stories, their pronunciation improves like a lot. They oh, yeah. stop sounding like a nervous robot. So <laughs> there's a lot of reasons to use this strategy. Um, and again, in our course, we teach this strategy specifically and help you practice it and give you examples as well. So mm-hmm. in part two, don't stop talking. 
fill the time by telling a story. Yeah. Um, and in part three, you do need to learn a structure. You can see that in our YouTube videos and in our course, um, of course, in more detail in yeah. our course, Three Keys IELTS. But you also need ideas to fill that structure. That's mm. why you need to read the newspaper. You need to gain these life experiences that maybe you haven't so far. Like go to a museum, yeah. read a book, watch more movies. Yes. These are like these are topics that come up. You have to be prepared. Yeah, this is the culture of thinking that we keep coming back to, right? And we just talked yeah. at the beginning of the last episode about joining that African dance class. That's one way to yeah. do it. Just do <laughs> things with your life. Consume information. Know what's going on in the world. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you, I think this would be a really useful episode for you guys to take notes because these are very specific pieces of information that could help you form a study plan that can help you think of goals in the future for how to prepare for IELTS. So this would be a really useful episode to take notes on. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And if you guys want to come back and get our old episodes, by now we have 214 episodes, which is just oh awesome, Jessica. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> come back to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com. And if you're ready to go ahead and get into the course today to get started with your 30 or 60 day study plan, you can just go right on over to AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash keys. That's K-E-Y-S. Perfect. Yeah, Very exactly. Nice. And then if you guys do that, you can start meeting with me. Yes. <laughs> either in a one-on-one VIP session or in the power hour with other students. But I would love to meet you guys, give you some personal feedback on how you can increase your scores. That is the way to do it. We've seen that the best students that do the best really follow the study plan and they supplement that with joining the power hour and upgrading mm-hmm. to the VIP opportunity, which is so cool to be able to sit down with you, Jessica, on Skype and get all all of your questions answered. I mean, that's a it's so fun. A once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah, and I'll introduce you guys to my dog Ozzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. Okay. So cool. Well, this has been a really useful episode. Really specific advice today. Yeah, we love those specific questions. So again, guys, if you have specific questions for us to cover on this show, write to me at lindsay at allearsenglish.com. And we are out for today. I'll see you back here next week, Jessica. All right. Awesome. Have a good weekend, Lindsay. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.